0: Sit down. You're the union workers, you know what I'm saying? I mean, North, we have... Hang on. Good job, Kenny. They're so small, they only have 2%. You got one job. You're not doing a good no, job? Well, Wow, we got the low rated land over here. Get this yeah. damn cowboy. Let me roll them up. I'm a Florida redneck. Over I, here. I I her cowboy in my lap. Sit down. She ever on
1: the off. On. on. You don't need your momma's
0: permission. This, this is the Battle is the Podcast. Battle Podcast. Hey oh, guys! Uh-uh. Well, don't start with that shit. Uh-uh. Don't even go
2: there. your
0: host. What up, man, and welcome to the back. I'm your host, my Manigat, gotcha. and I'm Ray Ray all
3: day. Yeah, what up, Ray? What's up, Fritz? Hold on,
0: guys. Oh, the mainer just showed up. What's up, dude? What up,
2: Maynard? traffic (laughs) sucked. That's my excuse today.
0: (laughs) Man, I'll tell you what, man. You're the only guy in Clamont that has traffic going on around your house.
2: You
3: know what's (laughs) hilarious is he he always takes me a picture of traffic and he lives about I live in front of him. Yeah, he lives maybe an eighth of a mile in front of me. He's like, man, I hope you've already left the house. I'm like, bro, I'm sitting in the studio. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I mean, you can't really get on him to him too bad. I mean, he brings the
0: bear with him. So He does.
3: He, you know what?
2: Yeah, I think you that's you his excuse for being late.
0: It. He's got the long neck bottles
2: this time. Oh, yes. yeah. they them shorties. I made sure of it when I was at the, I was at the gro- grocery store. The no, grocery no, two, store, huh? I guess
3: shorties. Hey, stop the press, man.
1: Is what? that a new Dunder Muffles? It I'm is. Thank there. you for Ooh.
3: noticing was it? A- stu- wow.
1: Do you want
0: to know how stupid I am right now? I'm gonna tell you. You've been calling him Dunder Dunder Muffled for all this time. Yeah. I had no idea where the hell you came up with. <laughs> and for, now now for I real, realize it's thought a freaking shirt. Tr- yeah, oh, I'll be, be a here.
3: I mean, I feel like a redneck. What was that in our last podcast? I'm redneckinizing <laughs> Ray. <laughs> there you go. Uh,
0: redneckinizing. how freaking
3: stupid I am <laughs> hanging out with you. Well, hey, if everybody hasn't noticed yet, Joe Bok's not here. Yeah, we missed Joe something. Bokab. Joe Bokov. Taking the night off. He is. He's date doing night. date night. Oh, yeah. Date night with Mama. Uh-huh. I hope, well, you having better. A, hope you're having a good night, Joe Bob. You better date Mama. That's it. The you only thing it.
0: making him look good right now is that. <laughs>
3: <nice>. <laughs> That's the only thing making any of us look good yeah, is yeah, our tell wives. Me about it. Yep. Got that right. True story. Oh, man. You got that right. You know, everybody's married up.
1: Oh, yeah. like every oh, single
3: one of us if you a into, guy uh, some chick on keto
1: yeah Ooh. some chick
0: on keto I was going to say follow
3: her on know.
1: Facebook Instagram
3: Rumble
1: on Rumble now yeah Rumble thank now. you Ray appreciate that some chick on you're keto you're going to
0: see some chick on keto and you're going to be like what's wrong with that chick because she's married to Fritz there's no way you're going to be like what, ha- what the hell happened here I mean she used to be a heavy drinker. I mean, yeah. well, <laughs> that's when they
2: met. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could
1: name the I could name the channel some chick on
0: libido,
2: Labato <laughs> <laughs> over there.
0: And, uh, so a uh, had to suffice.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, there we go. But, uh, yeah, we definitely night. have but, uh, all married uh, up. That's for sure. Of, yeah. Yeah. We'll so be, you know, uh, bragging. Oh, full money, Johnny. Mainer over there guys how's the old working out going out for you? That's going real good. I mean I the old
0: Maynard, like I said in the last podcast got a little pissed off at his personal trainer it, Josh. I mean it's like uh, is I don't damn know it
1: Josh the personal trainer or are you, you just making I a mean, joke. I, no I'm not Dude,
0: joking this is got to be a joke. I showed up and I get told by Mike that him and Josh had a vote and Josh is a personal trainer. I mean I'll
2: be the first uh, to tell you he's literally told me he could out train he's one of the best trainers in all of Florida. If if he could put anyone to shame, he knows just because he didn't f- go to school for it doesn't mean he doesn't know it. Coming and, from
1: a guy that whispers sweet nothings in your ear when you're on the <laughs> yeah, hip, hip. when you're on the hip <laughs> abdominizer,
2: or whatever. He that. did work out with whatever Lex Luger. So. Is, you know? He did work out with Lex. I heard. I learned some stories what? about Josh. Learn, worked out with Lex Luger. It's wow. damn, wow. It, damn, it's damn right, it, Josh. Damn it, Josh. I, all right, damn it, Josh. Worked out with Lex Luger. He, I actually, I wanted all his name game. Like anyone who's ever been, anyone who's <laughs> ever seen, looter. I wanted a name game. He was roommates with Chris Benoit. I was like, oh god, no! <laughs> yes, uh, I, I mean, learned. I learned more about Chris Benoit, but uh, I mean, these two guys. A one upper man. No. See
0: one upper man. But that, that's the mainer. Mainer's the one-upper. one upper. Just up-er. ask Jobo. He'll tell you. One There's up- no one upper. I think that him and Joe walk around with a tape measure in their back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, oh, listen to these two oh, on freaking text messages. Like, well, I'm doing this. Well, i do this. Well, I got this. Well, I got that. It's like,
3: the hell you guys do it. Put your tape measures away, will you? And then, then you've got me, the old redneck, sitting back on the sitting bench swing, up. just chilling, going, Those what's dude, up, that, boys? That was priceless.
2: That was priceless. Yeah. We're all at the gym, and then Ray's just over there, just swinging on his Ray swing. Ray don't need to go to the gym. He's, He's always
3: just working on <laughs> Just a swing in. Yep. Swing Humanitarian it. Sometimes. You know it. Don't hate the player, hate the game. You doing any humanitarian acts this week? This week? Nah, I'm slacking. Dude. I'm slacking this week. You're a disgrace to your own people. Dude, that new bench wow. is that new bench is so damn nice, Brock. <laughs> it's hard to get off that That, d- that damn bench is going to crack in it. You got to get off home. your donkey, man. You oh, got to get off man. your donkey. <laughs> <laughs> man. That bench is yeah.
0: nice. He's his sitting on his, d- <laughs> <laughs> sitting on his donkey. He
3: always does that. Dude, and this weather's been great. This <laughs> weather has been absolutely amazing down here in Florida. Yep. It's just-
1: It has been beautiful, Ray. There's no doubt about I it. I hope
3: you don't
0: get infected. I, so moved I, it, did, I moved it I moved at the right yeah, time. I'm Sitting on that bench getting all them splinters in your ass. I hope you don't get no infection. Oh no, man.
3: Got a high immunity. High immunity. <laughs> high immunity. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of times when I sit back high on my,
0: immunity from splinters. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah,
3: man. Yeah, he's used to having splinters in his ass. He's a red <laughs> That's it. That's it, man. <laughs> a little you, burn
0: the saddle, y'all. Yeah, you play Yee-haw! you,
3: you playing enough crap and sit on enough wooden swings, man. That immunity goes way
1: up.
0: Guy came over to my house the
3: other night wearing his shit kickers, you know? Always. Oh yeah. I got them on right now. The
1: only man. Person I take a I know. Got a
0: pair of shit kickers and well, not look even at that. dirty. Look at that
1: he's already kicked me with him a right. couple of times he's, he's th-
0: talking about the insides of him falling out and the outside look brand new I don't do. understand it
3: <laughs> they do you gotta take care of them, <laughs> better man. in neck and eye you wouldn't know because you ain't never wear a pair of work boots in your life uh huh oh oh, oh Archie oh Archie had to shove them on your feet <laughs> he damn he's, right Archie said them oh, Arch. damn moccasins ain't cutting it son shout out to Arch <laughs> Archie. <laughs> Archie, Archie.
1: That Archie man he's uh, giving us good material for years to come
3: oh yeah he is yep you know it's too funny as I see y'all you know on your your tape measure pick, you know text
2: out back and forth to not each y'all other. You ain't
3: talking about me right no, now no not dude you. it's just not
2: treadmill you. stuff man i'm done with it i already said and i'm done it and I'm that's, sending that's
3: those the pictures. thing is you 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 you're throwing out these, you know, measuring contests on a freaking treadmill. Come on. It's not like you're, ben- I benched 315. <laughs> no. Well, I benched 320. Well, I well bench- we, know, we know Mike ain't benched three fifteen. Oh. <laughs> I can't bench the I've
2: bench. I've never said I was big or wanted to get big. I uh, want to get back in baseball shape. Oh, That's baseball all I'm trying shape,
0: to do. Uh, oh, Full Money Johnny the says bigs looking for you. Got the bigs looking for you, kid. The bigs. I still have a chance.
3: They I just turned for 40. You. Maybe they'll come get a 40-year-old yeah. baseball player. Hey, y'all's, y'all's favorite football player's doing it. Yeah, Tom Brady, Brady, Tommy
0: Brady, down there in Tampa Bay. He's Thomas. What? What's he, 44? The Ears. 43. 43. The Cronkineers. Yep.
3: Got us, got us old guys feeling good about ourselves. I tell you what, I don't watch a whole lot of sports, but I like Cronk. He cracks me <laughs> you up. You got to love the Cronk, man. You got to love that, bro. Man, he cracks me up. I think the
1: Patriots are more upset about that than they were uh, Brady.
3: Yeah, well. Might have been. True. Might have been. But like I was saying earlier, <laughs> as I sit back on my bench- Watching y'all uh, go back and go. forth via texting. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The first thought that pops in my mind is, "What the hell y'all worried about? Why are you so caught up in all hey, this? Why are you worried, man? You need to sit yeah, back I'm on kidding. the bench and eyes. I don't it's Mike's motivation. Like, brother. Mike's always it's worried about what Joe's
2: doing. No, no not Mike's worried about <laughs> Joe Bocop.
0: You got you got him worried about Joe Cop on the treadmill. You got old damn it, Josh, worried about how many reps
3: Mike's gonna do how much weight he's going to put on there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Uh,
0: Come on. on. I was worried. I was was worried he was going to kill a damn and Josh the other night at the gym. I I was, I was worried. That was too funny. I heard about that. (laughs) 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 Well, he was like,
2: I was angry, man. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think old school, uh, Old Mike picked on crap came back. <laughs> Literally, when I was a kid and getting picked on, I think I was ready to just fight back. I don't think like I ever that. see Mike like that. I, was, oh, I, was, I hate I to I tell was him. Pissed. I mean, I'm not to hurt his feelings or anything, but it was
0: kind of comical. I, I was mean, pissed. He was getting mad. I was laughing in my ass. Because he like,
2: wanted to do something. I was like, dude, my right now, I just, I, like, my shoulders are all it. messed up from I'm baseball. I'm not doing it, Josh. <laughs> he I'm not did a, doing this. He, so he probably
1: did. did a thousand pounds on the hip and you, you know what's funny?
2: What's funny is
0: he's sitting there looking at Josh. He's like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it,
2: Josh. And I look over and he's doing it. <laughs> well, it's only because. Damn it, he, Josh. It, it, damn it. So damn it, Josh did his job. No, no, no. It was a trade. He wanted me to do something different. He, I thought he wanted me to do something different, but he actually is now. No, no, we're going to do this. I'm like, no, dude. Well, uh, here we go. Yeah, it was I'm funny. not getting into it because it's just fresh. still pissing me off. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to calm I was down loving with it.
0: it. I was loving it. I had my headphones on. I couldn't hear most of it going on and I'll just look over here and Mike's just huffing and puffing and I'm like, damn, what the hell happened? Oh, mm-hmm. damn it, Josh got him going. Mm-hmm. It's okay because he got my son pissed off last night. So. <laughs> Josh is doing his job as a trainer. That's I'm it. He's That's pissing you know. everybody off. You ain't supposed Love you to damn be friends it, Josh. with him. Love no, you, no, damn it, Josh. No. There you go. You ain't supposed to be friends with him. But you know, you make a good point, Ray, because we're joking around about worry and stuff. But there's so many dudes out there just drowning in it right now. Oh yeah. Oh you know, yeah. Worried about everything. And mm-hmm. you know, we just come off of 2020, the 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 year of the worry here in America, you mm.
3: know.
0: Mm. Everybody's worried about something. Oh yeah. And it's just it's just taxing. You look at what it does to people in their daily lives. It's like Sucking the life yeah, out it's of It's brutal,
3: Well, man. that's the thing is that, you know, everybody's so damn worried. They're spending so much time and energy worrying about tomorrow. They're wasting today. There's nothing you can do. Worrying accomplishes nothing. Period. But we all do it. We do. Mm-hmm. We all do it. Never guaranteed. changed
1: anything for me. Never made me more money. That's damn mm-hmm. sure.
3: Don't make you more money. Doesn't extend your life. It doesn't make things any better. It doesn't change the circumstance. It robs you. Yes. Of what you're... Experiencing today in all reality, it does. It it's robs you of robs today. you. And
0: the sad thing is, it's not just a mental thing. It turns into a physical thing too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sucks the life out of you mentally. It sucks the life out of you physically. It sucks the life out of you as far as your time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're spending all this time worrying about crap that you can't. You ain't going to change it anyway. The only thing that we can do in the midst of a situation is control how we react. Bingo. You know how are we going to walk it out in the midst of it? If it's a trial or a tragedy or. It's, a bad situation. The only thing we can control in that moment is, is how are we going to respond? How are we going to walk things out in that moment? Instead, we, we sit around and we worry about what's going to happen next. And then we worry about stuff that's never even happened. And we don't know if it's going to happen,
3: but yet we're spending all our time worrying about it. Well, and that's the thing too, is like, you'll, you'll be worried about something you've got to mention to a coworker you've got to bring up or one of your employees. You've got to have a discussion with them. And you have this whole conversation in your head about, what he's going to say, what I'm going to say, how he's going to react, what I'm going to do, what this is going to say what that. So you're, you get yourself all in a tizzy before you even have the damn conversation. And nine times out of 10, you have the conversation. It's not that big of a deal. Right. Exactly. So you've just wasted that entire hour of your life worrying about what's going to go on. And and you've lost everything. You've lost that hour. Well, thinking about
0: something as stupid as like you're trying to hit somebody up, right? You're calling them, you text them, they're not getting back to you. And you're like, you know, why isn't Fritzy calling me back? You know, why isn't he? Hitting? He normally texts me right back, you know? Why doesn't anybody email me? Right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so so you're, sitting there, you're sitting there for like hours, like, is Fritzy mad? Is he okay? Is he going through something? Is he, you know? And then, you know, you he finally calls you back. Hey, sorry, bro. I was caught up at work or I had something going on or whatever. And you, you spent all this time creating all this dialogue within yourself or mm-hmm. creating this this big, you know, dramatization of what you think is going on, and he was pooping, and the dude's working, <laughs> or taking a dude. <laughs> He's He's
1: you have no idea how true that is. That's a lot yeah. of work. That's a lot of work for Fritz. He's he a was dancing.
3: I mean, yeah, it happens all the juice, time. a I mean, guy's I,
0: almost six feet tall for, so from his stomach
3: yeah, down to his rectum. It's, it's a long way. That's a that's a shot, <laughs> man. That's a long shot. Talking no, about a big rope sculpture you, right there. You guys' feet ever
1: go numb, man? Tell oh, you, yeah. i tell oh, yeah, yeah, you. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Feet go numb. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. I was hoping it wasn't a 56-year-old. No, thing, it's, it's, it's no. been...
3: A too
0: much time in there. You well,
1: know what your, I mean?
3: your problem is, and I can guarantee I know what your problem is, is them toilets are all set at the same height. So when you sit on a toilet, your freaking knees are up by your ears. Yeah, so I need a
1: 48-incher, man. I need a bar stool <laughs> Did you need- type toilet, man. <laughs> oh, Frid- I- oh
0: Fritzy's kissing his kneecaps while he's <laughs> taking a dude.
1: I want to dangle my feet off that thing, damn it. <laughs> yeah. That's one big-ass toilet, man. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't lying. Bar stool height, man. we are have to you get up to go, there on it, you man. You need to have what
0: my dad had back in the day. Yeehaw. We talked about it in a couple of podcasts. Cinder blocks. Put some cinder blocks under that sucker.
3: Jack, Jack it up. Yeah, man. You need to put your Jangle six-inch mind. lift kit on that thing, man.
1: You anyway, ain't lying. You do.
3: Get a redneck and eyes that toilet. Shoot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know some people. Hydraulics, Fritzy. Hydraulics. <laughs> Hydraulics. <laughs> Hydraulic, you know? Oh yeah, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's why the wife can come in and let it down. That's I mean. it, exactly. <laughs>
3: and then she, not, then she's not only going to be mad at you for leaving the seat up. She's going to be mad at you for leaving the whole toilet up. Well, there you go. Yeah, if you go <laughs> well, bigger, go ho- piss her
0: off. Piss her off
1: all the way. <laughs> well, right? there you go,
3: man. Go big or go home. You <laughs> know. You, you may never well, you're be already able to go home, home, but <laughs> oh man, Lord have mercy.
0: But worry, I mean guys, what the hell are we doing? We're sitting around and worrying about crap that hasn't even
3: happened yet or may never happen. And another thing that happens when you worry a lot, they call it analysis paralysis. You get paralyzed. Some guys worry so much and uh, dude, I'm guilty. I've done it before. I've been so damn worried about something that I just couldn't do anything. I was just Mm so caught up that if I do this, it goes this way. If I do that, it goes this way. If I do this, it goes this way. If I do that, it goes this way. So what do I do? And, and then I'm stuck. Right.
1: You know, think about how that robs your spouse and your kids. I right. mean, say you're at the Disney for the day or something, and you're so worried about what the heck's going on at work. and You're not there. Are, you're not there. You're yeah. not even there. That, it's, not,
0: that's, it's not fair to them. You're physically there, but you're mentally checked
2: out. So, yeah. Ray, I'm glad you brought that up because literally I was looking at the stats today because, you know, I got to do that. Um, yeah, good job. Thanks for, you for job. showing up. And uh, don't worry, we won't fire you. We can't get anybody else to do it. That's so true. <laughs> all right, before before COVID, it was about nine percent of people that had a major, uh, depressing, like let's say, uh, depressive episode, and that has tripled since COVID. So, like Dang. literally, and that's not even just COVID. That's po- that's politics. That's election. That's all that stuff. So, I mean, the stats have jumped up big time when it comes to just that type of depression. So. It's, it's happening. I mean, it's all over the country. Well, right That's now. what
0: worry does. It feeds depression. Right. And anxiety.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I've I, had to cut stuff out of me watching anything that I, I used to never watch news. I never, never would, would be in the news, but lately this year has caused me to watch more news than ever. And after talking to John and my a couple of other people, I was like, you know what? Screw it. It's not worth it anymore. It's like, like, like John said, you're not going to change anything. You can't do anything. Um, so why, why continue to watch it? Why continue to get worked up over something that, that you can't affect that doesn't, have, well, it's robbing yeah, us, it's robbing, right? exactly. It's robbing yeah. us a time from our time with our family. It's right. I mean, it, I've caught myself literally watching something late at night when I could have put, been putting the kids to bed earlier. And I was like, no, I, I want to watch this I, only because I was like, oh, I want to be informed. No, it doesn't work that like literally informed about what? Like, I mean,
3: (laughs) it depends on who you're getting your information (laughs) from. Exactly. That's
2: that's so true, but we won't get in.
3: Well, And and that's the thing is we've already done at this point in time, we've already done what we can do. And like John was saying earlier, once you've done all that you can do, that's it. Yeah. There's nothing else. There's nothing else you're going to do to change.
0: You look at all the stress this this last year with the election, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever side of the fence you're on. Okay. All you can do is vote. Right. It's all you can do. Mm Mm-hmm. You go in there, you vote your conscience, you do your thing, and, and that's all you can do, you know. And you see these people that are just stressing out, and, and they're soap sitting on their soapboxes on Facebook and social media, and and wanting to get into these debates and these arguments for what? Yeah, I
3: mean, it's what's all they got,
1: Johnny. It's mm-hmm.
3: that's sad. It's all they got, and it's sad. And like you were talking about earlier, how that affect that can affect you physically. Oh some yeah, pe- some oh, people you're not lying. Some people gain weight. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people lose weight others can't do as much weight on the hip abductor as they wish they could. <laughs> unless they got <laughs> damn it,
2: Josh. We we, have every episode, the hip abductor comes on. I love it. Talk it about
3: simulated worry
0: and stress, man. Yeah. I'll tell you. Uh, it makes me wonder, uh, uh, when you were looking at your stats, Mike, if yeah. you had any numbers on the number of people that are actually medicated now uh, with Due to stress and oh, and, and just ask Walmart anxiety, I That's mean, had to have gone up. I, I would oh, imagine yeah. there's a lot of people on on meds right now, like well, yeah. Xanax.
2: Xanax? It says, let's see, I, yeah, I did some stats on that. When it comes to the, the United States adults population, the pre, uh, let's see, a prevalent a prevalence. Wow, I can't talk today. Of anxiety disorders is 19.1 percent within the past year. So everything's raised 20 percent, like within Dang. just the amount of people getting medication, feeling that they have to get something to calm them down well everybody's looking for so a magic
0: bad. pill right yep. we want to i don't feel good give me something to make me feel better mm-hmm. i can't deal with this right now. i can't deal with this give me a pill give me medication you know what i mean and it's like it's not
2: uh, just medication It's drugs. it's alcohol, drugs, sales, it's alcohol. Yeah. oh yeah. yeah i mean i just got some unfortunate news from a friend of mine literally today that her daughter who's been struggling with drugs had just unfortunately passed away and mm. that's oh, that, wow. was, that was awful i mean the fact that i've known i mean i never met the daughter but i've known this family for years and it was very it was it was it was, I mean, and, and I mean, oh, we would try not to go too much into the faith side of it when we can, but what's going on is that literally I, when I sent that message to my friends about praying, I, one of my buddies reached out to me and said, thank you for sending that because it literally, it's turning the wheels and something that's been going in my brain right now. Well, you
0: know, it's amazing. It's, it, it, I've never met anybody, regardless of what side of the fence they stood on when it come to faith or religion that has ever declined you wanting to pray for them. Right. Amen. I've never said to somebody, hey, you know, I want to pray for you and your family and then go, nope, don't do that. Don't you dare pray for me and my family. Right. No, Most people, you know, they go, thank you or I appreciate that. And I've had people reach out to me and say, hey, I'm going through this. Can you pray for me and my family? And so, you know, I, I think that's it. And I'm going to step out here because I know that we don't push our faith in this show and that's not something we're about, but we are believers and I think it's important that, Mm-hmm. You know, for us, that worry is a lack of faith. Right. Yep. And we put our faith and our trust in God, obviously. And so, you know, the whole point of that is, is that when you put your faith and your trust in him, you put all the ionis and all the weight on him. And you that helps to relieve that stress and that pressure on you. Oh, yeah. And that's the model that God has, has put out there for us as believers. And he offers that to everybody. And see, the difference is, is that instead of me going to a bottle or to a pill or to a, a narcotic or to some other, you know, form of, you know, numbingness, I go to the Lord. Right. You know, man, mm-hmm. I mean, when I'm going through a difficult time okay. and, and, you know, quite honestly, to, to be honest, there's a lot of Christians that still struggle with that because mm-hmm. I meet a lot of Christians that are a bunch of Eeyores, you know, oh, man. This is happening all my life. Oh, it sucks. Oh, pray for me. And it's like, dude, or you know, what are you doing? I mean, we're supposed to be sending a message of hope to the world, you know?
3: Right. And not feeding a fire of worry and stress. Yeah, and and even some of them aren't yours. I mean, it's stuff I struggle with too. Mm -hmm. And you just never know. But the whole thing is, is when it starts stacking up, stacking up and stacking up. So basically, you know, what I'm getting as being a Christian doesn't make you perfect. Doesn't mean you ain't no. got no problems. You ain't got no worries. It just gives you a different outlet for your worries. Yep. And so that's the, that's the biggest Our medication is Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's,
0: that's to put it bluntly. That's, That's what we medicate ourselves as believers, and that's Jesus
3: Christ. And a a lot of times we don't want to take the medication. No. A lot of times we choose not to take the medication. We choose to just deal with it and worry with it all we want. And then it comes to that final straw, and then you go, It's a control issue, though, bro, too,
1: because we can control our worry. Oh, yeah? Right. And and some of us are real comfortable in it, too. Oh, You know it. You know know it. We've been
0: living it. This is my life. Satisfies that control issue, you know? We can control that. Yeah, you know? and it's it, it's it's crazy because, Rich, you made a good point. I mean, the impact that it has on our families. If I'm a, if I'm the father, if I'm a father and a husband, and I'm worried all the time, what message am I sending to my wife and my kids?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I'm teaching my kids to be warriors. That when when the shit hits the fan, all you get all you do is worry, cry, moan, and, and, and you know, and stress and out, complain about things. That's, well, that's yeah. how you deal with. It. You know what I mean?
1: And then you take it out on your wife or your kids or whoever you're with at the time or better yet, you're not just not even there.
3: Right.
1: Mm -hmm. You You don't take it out on anybody. You just ball up, clam up, and uh, you're not even there.
3: And the biggest thing, too, is it takes away from what you can actually do about the situation, you know, because there are things that you can do. There's actions you can take. Like you said, us as Christians, we go to Christ. But a lot of times we'd rather sit there and worry than go to him. But what does that do? Like we said before, worrying does nothing. It accomplishes nothing. It actually robs you. Well, you know, the other part of it too,
0: if we're going to be candid, is it it gives you an excuse not to do anything about it. It's, Mm. It's easier to worry about it and stress about it and complain and whine about it than it is to actually
3: get up off your ass and do something about it. And a lot of times it's the fear of what your decision is going to produce. If I make the wrong decision, it's going to produce negatively. If I don't do anything, then I don't have to be responsible for the decision that I've made. Or it's the other part,
0: which is I don't want to deal with it. Yep. Yeah. I just don't want to. And, and listen, I mean, we live in a culture where people say whatever they want. People get to the point where I'm just done with it. I don't want to deal with it. Move on. Do this. Do that. I don't want to hear about it. I'm done with it. I don't want to deal with it. And, and when we take that attitude into our lives... As husbands and fathers, that's very dangerous because now you've got other people depending on you to make sound, smart, you know, decisions.
3: Right. And if you look back at our last podcast, we had your daughter on. I mean, just think about if you just sat around and worried about what she was doing and didn't do anything to guide and shape her decisions. Think about where she'd be right now. Yeah. If you're not vested in trying to help her to make good decisions. Right.
0: And I think that's where we fail a lot of times as men is is that it's too easy to just do nothing and then to complain about how it ends up. Yep. Right. You know what I mean? Like I can be detached. I cannot be involved. I can step back, not know what's going on with my kid's life, and then sit there and boohoo and cry about how my kid's doing this, this, and that. Yeah. And what are you doing
3: about it? Yeah. Well, that's exactly what I was just talking about earlier, is that if you don't make a decision, then you're not responsible for the outcome. It's somebody else's fault. Exactly. That's what, but as men, you got to get up, stand up, man up, and you got to make decisions. You got to make very smart, invested decisions.
1: Men don't like the blame game, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: We avoid that blame game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless we're blaming Mm. somebody else. That's right. You know, we don't want to be blamed. No, sir. So Maynard, we, I know we talked about some physical aspects, some, you know, we kind of touched on obesity or, you know, like drastically losing weight. Do we have anything on that? Do we have anything on potential like physical responses to worry?
2: There's nothing really, I mean, nothing that I looked at on that end Mm -hmm. as far as the physical side, but more of like the suicidal rates and the stuff that's raised, stuff like that since Mm -hmm. then, since, since, I mean, we're we're in an unprecedented time right now. I mean, you, we're in the spot yeah, so the where but, heightened yeah, up. Exactly, the is heightened more than ever before. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, all of that, I mean, that's one of the things that I saw when everything I looked at, everything has increased. There's nothing been decreased like uh, physical. I mean, just uh, people like actually dad's leaving their families because they just, they can't mm-hmm. take it anymore. Well, like, I saw a headline yeah.
0: today mm-hmm. that said that it was in Brazil. The headline was about love. Love don't matter in Brazil. The, 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 the the divorce rate is going up in the midst of COVID. Mm, Yep. You know, so it's basically talking about the fact that people are still at an all time high of people getting divorces in the midst of this pandemic Mm. in certain areas. And, you know, I think that worry produces hopelessness Mm. and going back to what you said, mean hopelessness produces suicide. So what were the statistics on that? That's
3: what I was wanting to know.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, so, I mean, the one, one thing I, found that was amazing is almost 80% of all suicides are male. Oh, wow. That was, that was shocking. Like that was literally like, you, you, you hear stuff about that, but that's just, that, that was a fascinating stat that I found. It was actually, I think I found that actually on a really well-publicated site. I I have it listed. I can't remember. I have 30,000 sites. So if anyone asks if like all of a sudden Google's going to wonder why I'm trying to kill myself and why I am, uh, why I'm depressed and why I have anxiety. It's because I've searched 300 things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so that was fun. That was fun when digging into that one. It's so all of a sudden, Oh, you want to be part of this? So subscri- you want to get emails about this? I'm like, no, I'm okay. Mm, I'm okay. I'm, good. I'm, I'm doing okay. okay. I'm good. Thanks. 2021 I mean, has been really good for me and 2020 has been great. But uh, now yeah. it was, I mean, outside of that, the biggest thing that I saw was literally, that everything, like I said, it's on the rise. Like well, what f- was, did you
3: get the rise in the suicide rate? Did you see what that was? I mean, no, everything we'll, seems to be about 20% up exactly.
2: from previous yeah, years. Th- that's what I'm seeing right now. It's about 20% up from even 2019, which is just crazy. But even damn, before
3: it hit. 80% of suicides are men.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That dude, doesn't shock me. Dude, one of the things that we, that,
3: you know, we just talked about how we have our faith and how we go to God. Well, a lot of times, Before I'll even go to God, I'll go to my boys. I'll go to my group. And we've said this time and time before, you have got to have a good circle of guys. You've got to have people you can go to. And don't be so damn proud of who you are to not go to your boys. Well, if you think about it, I mean, with the suicide rate being high with men, it doesn't
0: shock me because men already have a a history of checking out mentally. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. They
0: check out physically. Yep. They check out emotionally. So why would it be surprising that men would check out, you know,
3: Physically, physically, I or, mean, you know, when it comes mortally. to life and death,
0: you know, I mean, so, um, that doesn't shock me at all because, and, and you know, the other part of it too is, is that there are different kinds of pressures on men in our yeah. society than there are on women.
3: Yeah.
0: Not to say that women don't have pressures by any means. So, you know,
3: they're just different.
0: Yeah. And how you walk them through, it's, it, it's sad. It's sad that it's a sad state of affairs that we're sitting in a room here trying to help men, and the statistics show that eighty percent of suicides are men.
3: Yeah, mm.
1: <clears throat> that's tough. Sounds like we're in the right business, Johnny.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. we could just get somebody to send you a freaking email. We'd be doing great. That'd be great. Hey, one of your brothers
1: over there in <clears throat> India, send me an email.
0: Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Battlepodcast that'd be cool. at gmail dot com. Man, we are. You know, I don't want to stop in the middle of this, but man, we are cranking over there in, in India. Right oh now. yeah.
1: We Ghana. love you guys over in India. Yes, oh, man. We love it. 1,600,
3: 1600, yeah,
0: 1600 like that. downloads. Yeah. It, you know, I mean, taking over America right now. What's up with that?
3: And do one w- thing where I, are all the men in America at? And that leads me to this, man. Share this podcast, share it with your other buddies, share it with yeah, your man. guys, because you don't know if the guy you hang out with and eat lunch every day is contemplating to be one of that 80%. There
1: you go. It's a free resource. You Why just not? don't
3: know.
0: Sure. Well, I mean, it's pretty evident when you meet somebody, you know when they're a warrior, man. Yeah, and I'm the type of dude that if you're a warrior, you don't want to hang out with me anyway because I'll I'll tell you, you know, dude, we gotta we gotta snap out of this crap. Yeah, you're assertive. Look. Yeah,
3: aggressive, aggressive,
0: aggressive. I mean, don't get me wrong; I worry just like anybody else about certain things, and I stress about certain things, but I don't let it overwhelm me or overtake me to where it's consuming. You know, right. um, I think probably the only thing that I've ever had get me to the point where I'm like that at times has been being angry about something, mm-hmm. but worried, you know, I, I don't, I can't tell you the last time I lost sleep over worry.
3: Yeah.
0: And now, guy- I, I lost sleep or a little bit of sleep over being frustrated, but that's very few and far between two. Cause I don't normally have a problem sleeping at all, but I'm buying <laughs> your book, Johnny, you know, but I mean, but as far I'm buying as your book, yeah, brother, but I, I just, I just don't, I, I mean, candy always gets on to me. She's like, I, I don't know how you do it. You, if you put your head on that pillow and you're out, I'm like, Hey, I ain't got a guilty conscience. What do you want me to tell you? you know I mean? <laughs> Maybe you got some things you want to talk about. No, I'm just <laughs> What's on
3: your mind, but yeah, there I don't you go. I can just, we could all hope for that. And, and don't think that this is going to be a light switch that you turn on and off. No. This is, this is steady plodding, man. This is mm. steady progress in a yeah, and life. Yeah. And it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight, but you, the biggest key is to identify when you're worrying. To, to, to do something about it. Don't just sit there and worry because it's not going to accomplish anything. You have to be able to identify the fact that I'm sitting here stewing in this shit and I'm not getting anything done. Let me call my boy. Let me talk to my boy. If you're a Christian, let me go to Christ. Let me do this. And you have to do something because worrying accomplishes nothing. Well, you ever try running in four feet of shit? Not going to
0: go very <laughs> far now, are you? And that's basically what it is. That's what we do. We sit here and we're just running four feet of shit. That's what we do. And, and we're just spinning our wheels in turn. That's it. Because it's all a bunch of crap. We get our minds full of a bunch of lies. We get our minds full of a bunch of what ifs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, We get our minds full of, you know, is this going on? or Is that going on? It's, it's all hypothetical right. most of the time. And it's then mm-hmm. and, and you find out you've worried about this and that. And at the end of the day, it's like, it wasn't even that big of a deal. Now, don't get me wrong. There are things that people stress about. Like ailments and people being sick or people Mm -hmm. dying or you Mm -hmm. know I get that I I get that understand but if you're sitting around worried about what people think about you all day long or you know this one's mad at you or this I mean come on
1: you'll find that people don't think about you as much as you think they think about you (laughs) right you're really not that popular you know my dad always taught me too man what's the worst case scenario Fritz you know figure out what the worst case scenario is and work backwards that's pretty smart and you Uh, won't worry about it right I like what's the worst case scenario work backwards hmm You know, once you've identified the worst case scenario, then you can go, Oh,
0: all right. I used to use that uh, back in my days when I was dating. You know, I used to tell myself what's the worst thing they can say. No. Dude, I yeah, was thinking right?
3: same thing. You know yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing. One
0: out of every ten will say yes. Once you've
3: identified that <laughs> But you gotta spread that ten out. You know, yeah. You,
0: you start at a ten and you work your way back to a seven. <laughs>
3: when you once you've
0: identified that, it takes the stress off of right.
1: you. Right.
3: But you can't just go from one to the next to the next like your boy used to do. Yeah, old ski dogs. yeah you got to spread them out. I mean, yeah,
0: they're, they're sitting two feet apart. And those
3: ski dogs over there working his way down, boy. Dude, have you ever yeah. seen that, that TV show, How I Met Your Mother? Oh, yeah. old Barney and How I Met Your Mother. That's what he does, man. He just goes from one to the next to the next to the next. He's like, one out of 10 will say yes. Yep. He cracks me up and, he, and he's like, hey, what's the youngest girl that I can date? Why, Barney? What are you talking about? You're in a bar. He's like, yeah, but I want to make sure that I'm not getting somebody too old or too young. Well, it's half your age plus seven. (laughs) That's what the youngest you
2: can date. (laughs) Half your age plus seven. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard that before.
3: (laughs) If you're 21, you're in trouble. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, right. If Mm. you're 21, you ain't worried about what's the youngest I can date. She won't be in there drinking with you. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Good night.
0: Uh, I don't know. But yeah, I, I think that this is so important because there's so many people in our culture today that just worry themselves sick. And, and it's evident because we're, we're the most medicated country in the world. Mm. You guys realize that? That's we're really the most heard. medicated country in the entire world because we want a quick fix because we, and the other part of it too, is we got so many people that confuse, you know, struggle or strife or just everyday living with, with anxiety and stress. Mm. You know, some things, some stress is healthy. Right. It's good to have some stress in your life mm-hmm. and you shouldn't be trying to numb every bit of yourself, you know, because at the end of the day, you'll never learn to deal with it. Right. You know, cause there's so many people out there like, Oh, I'm feeling so stressed. out. So give me something, oh, give me a shot of this, or give me a pill, or give me, uh, give me some drugs, or let me go over here and spend money. Or let me go over here. It's just constantly medicating something that at the end of the day, it's not that big of a deal. You know, it's just an uncomfortable feeling.
1: And if you medicate yourself, you're going to miss the opportunity to help somebody else. Right. Ooh. You get so self-absorbed. Right. You're going to miss that opportunity. And somebody reaching out their hand.
0: You know, mm. that's a good, great point there, Fritz, because if you want to get past your own worry, how about helping somebody else? Yeah. Fixate on doing something for somebody else and it'll take your mind off of what's going on with you.
3: Yeah. Like Old Maynard posted earlier today, you know, the house you live in is a homeless person's dream house.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna, actually, I was going to read that, Rest. Well, Thanks. go for it, brother. I'm going to do it. Give me wow, a second. stats guy. You, you're the working intro. overtime, guy. Well, I don't know the stats, that. but it's someone someone's being, working out
0: with Damn it, Josh. You've got the
2: extra mile. There's that motivation, baby. All no right. pun intended. You on can the treadmill. do it.
0: You can do it. Extra mile.
2: All right, here you go. It says Your terrible job is the dream of every unemployed. Your house is the dream of every homeless. Your smile is the dream of every depressed. Your health is the dream of the ill. Your lifestyle is the dream of somebody else. Don't let difficult times make you forget your blessings. There you go. And that's probably one of the best I've seen out there in a long time. That's not literally just, I mean, I try to post Bible verse and like that, but that's one that literally just makes you, it, it, it screams like everything that you're taught, at least that I've been taught since I became a again. in. Um, but that, yeah, that was, that, that was actually, a, I've gotten a lot of good positive responses on that. Um, I actually was going to get rid of Facebook the other day, um, and I still am going to. Um, <laughs> that's another story. So don't use that to keep it. <laughs> <about> that's <laughs> another story. No, uh, but actually, I, I know we're running. I, I know we're, we're we're going long, but I did want to bring something up that actually happened that it's caused me to lot less uh, worry a lot less, and actually it was a, a from two shows ago when Joe brought up about something that was bugging him about going on uh, you know, working too hard and be not being able to spend time with his wife and working on his, uh, working on too many websites and stuff. And that, that hit me hard. And actually I wrote to Joe personally and I thanked him because it actually allowed me and John and I have talked about this over and over again about how much I can continue this second job. And I, you know, I, it's, it's in Maine, I was working remote. Um, and it's just something I just had to just cut off from. So I literally just talked to the owner a little couple, like about a week ago, a couple of days ago, and pretty much said, I'm, I'm done. Uh, I, I found someone to replace me. I want you to hire this person. I think it should be a great hire. She would, you know, but anyway, long story short, it's it's helped me remove a lot of the the, the frustrations that I've had with, you know, working all day and then all of a sudden having to get, respond to 30 different emails or sending something until 1 p.m., you know, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. I mean, there's been times when I'm working. I mean, now that I'm working out and, feeling more tired. I'm going to bed earlier and I'm actually been going, waking up earlier now. So it's been a really good enlightenment for me. So, uh, you know, stuff that I was worried about and no longer, no longer worried about. So, yeah. Uh, well,
0: know, and then what we realize a lot of time is the stuff that we're worried about is self-induced. Exactly. We put these things in our lives that create that stress. And then when, if we're not careful, even when we start pulling things back, we can fill them in with something else. And we had that conversation the other day at the yep. gym. I was telling Mike, he was like, yeah, I'm going to stop doing this and this. And then he started talking about this. And I said, hold <laughs> up, brother. You're starting to fill all your time up again. I mean, the whole point True. of you doing this is to free up this time so you can do it. And, but that's human nature, right? Right. Yep. But at the end of the day, when we look at this whole picture, it all comes down to one thing. It's perspective. What's your perspective of what's truly going on in your life? Are you a doom and gloomer? Are you a warrior? Are you one of them dudes that sits around and just gets stressed out, can't handle it, those type of tantrums? because you don't feel like you're in control of the situation? Are you sitting back thinking about solutions or ways that you can fix or address these issues? Or are you just throwing your hands in the air and saying, I quit, it's too much, I can't handle it. Are you reaching for the bottle? Are you asking for medication? Are you looking for ways to fill you because you feel empty because you've been stressed out and stretched out? Well, the reality of it is, is you have the power to make the choice. You know, the manor said it so well. Sometimes you got to remove things from your life to free you to do the things you need to be doing. A lot of the stuff, stuff that we talk about in here, I hate to say it, but it's self-induced. We bring it upon ourselves. We inject chaos into our own lives. And then we wonder why we're so damn stressed out. Take control of your life. Focus on the things that are important. You say to me, well, John, what's, what's important? What, what's, what's important? Well, number one, your wife is important. Your children are important. Your family is important. People are important. Everything else is secondary. Relationships take precedent in our lives. If you develop great, strong, healthy relationships, guess what's going to happen when you're in a situation where you're stressed out? You're going to have brothers and sisters that are going to come alongside you. that are going to encourage you and help you. You know, I can tell you right now, if I had a brother that was hurting and needed something, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to help him out. I'm not going to let my brother go hungry. I'm not going to let my brother go homeless. That's what happens when you develop strong, healthy relationships. The problem that we face, men, is that we like to shrink. We pull back like a turtle in a shell. We put ourselves on islands. We separate ourselves. We segregate ourselves. And we hide. You can't hide. Because the problem is not going to go away. The situation not going to change until you step up, get up, and man up and are willing to do something about it. Listen, we all have stress. We all have things that happen in our lives. We have the ability to choose how we're going to walk through those situations. Walk tall. Stand as a giant and walk as a lion. And if you do that, my friends, well, that's where the rubber meets the road.